All right, so today we're going to go through some more vector uh, transformation or matrix transformation stuff um, with a lot of stuff from Khan Academy. So share the screen. Um, yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm currently in my dorm room and this is going to be lower quality audio. So hopefully you can see my screen. Um, today we're on day 14, visualizing transformations. Um, this, these links actually aren't uh, in the original um, ODS file that I put out. This is V2 that I'm working on as I go through stuff and adding content that I think should be in here. Um, so I will have these links in the show notes of the podcast that goes out. And of course, they'll be on my minds page. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started. I've already got Obsidian set up, so we can start going through this. Again, if you're listening in on podcasts, I'm reading stuff. So this is probably not going to be super helpful. You really should be trying to go through this content on your own, but I'll summarize every once in a while. So we're going to look at numbers as one by one matrices and transformations of one dimensional space, which is just the number line. So what happens if you multiply every number on the line by a particular value like two, you can see that the line gets stretched as compared to the original, um, original line. Yeah. Copy the original line for reference, slide each number on the line to two times that number. Again, uh, and in the same way, multiplication by a half can be seen as a shrinking of the line. If you multiply by negative three, you flip the line and stretch it. Okay. Um, these animated actions are described as linear transformations of one dimensional space. Yeah, so we've already talked about at least if you were going through the content the same time I was, how transformations are basically functions. So you can figure out which number is being multiplied into the line by following one. One lands where negative three start off, so you can tell that the animation represents multiplication by negative three. What do linear transformations in two dimensions look like? This is where it gets interesting. So two-dimensional linear transformation takes in a two-dimensional vector, um, column vector xy, gives you another two-dimensional vector. So let's look at some examples of two-dimensional space being stretched and squeezed and rotated. So for our purposes, oh, interesting. When you're visualizing what, uh, so linear transformation, the origin will remain fixed. Lines remain lines, so they don't get 
curved down like that, which yeah, we see in these um, conditions that we had from earlier. He, <coughs> the scalar multiple um, condition and then the, the vector addition condition. Okay. So yeah, nonlinear two-dimensional transformations lines don't remain straight. Actually, I believe in the three blue one brown video about the, the Riemann zeta function, um, there are nonlinear transformations that curve lines um, to give you a nice visualization. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. It's it's a good video. So all lines have to stay straight. Um, even if your grid lines stay straight, diagonal lines get curved. That's not a linear transformation. Okay, so watching one transformation, we want to follow a specific vector during it. Um, so we follow our unit vectors. Um, 1, 0, and 0, 1. And watch the transformation. So 1, 0 went down to what looks like 1, negative 2. And then 0, 1 went to um, 3, 0. We're going to watch the animation again, focusing on 1, 1. Yeah, it goes to four negative two. Okay, now we've got a practice problem. Where's the point negative one zero end up after the plane has undergone the transformation? I think it's gonna be it's gonna be similar to what one zero goes to, right? Negative one, we follow this. Yeah, it goes to negative three, comma zero. Yep. Oh. Oh oh, I looked at the wrong one. Negative one zero is up here. Yeah. Goes to negative one two. Yeah. Okay. X and then Y. <laughs> um, even though I'd gone off screen, can you predict where the point three zero has landed? Um, okay, so we went from one zero to one negative two so we're probably going to go from three zero to three negative six yep yeah same same thought process a vector like two zero starts off two times the green arrow continues to be two times the green arrow after the transformation since the green arrow lands on one negative two you can deduce that two zero two one negative two two four yeah, so this is this is the this from above, right? F of C V is equal to C times F of V. So similarly, the destination of the entire y-axis is determined by where the red arrow lands 
root for this transformation is 3, 0. I think it's going to go to 3y, 0. Yep. Okay. Once we know where the unit vectors land, we can do where every point of the plane must go, right? Because everything is going to be, everything on the original plane is a linear combination of these, right? Where we multiply them by scalars. And so everything here is going to be also a linear combination of what they land on multiplied by the same scalars, I think, right? All right. Negative one, two, animation. So it starts at negative one times the green arrow plus two times the red arrow. Let's look at it again. Negative one, two, and goes to still negative one times the green arrow plus two times the red arrow. Yep. Okay, so one negative one is going to be. Um, 1 times the green arrow, which is going to be 1, negative 2, and negative 1 times the second one, which so we'll get negative 2, negative 2. Hey -oh. I can do addition in my head. Okay, two-dimensional linear transformations with matrices. Okay, uh, each vector can be broken down yeah, into its components. Um, the like i and j vectors. So if green arrow lands as a vector ac, the red arrow lands as a vector bd, then the vector xy must land on right, x times ac plus y times bd. And what that gives you is um, xa or ax plus by on the for your x number and then cx plus dy for our y. And we can describe all of this in a matrix. So A, B, and C, D on the next row. OK, interesting. So this is the, or the definition of matrix vector product comes from. So in the same way that one-dimensional linear transformation could be described as a multiplication by some number, whichever number one lands on top of a two-dimensional Linear matrix transformations can always be described as a two by two matrix, namely one whose first column indicates where one zero lands, so our i vector, and whose second column indicates where zero one lands, our j vector. Very interesting. All right, on to the next thing. All right, matrix from visual representation of transformation. We're going to encode linear transformations as matrices as described in the previous article. So we want to find a matrix which corresponds with a 90 degree rotation. Is that an animation? Come on. Okay, 90 degrees counterclockwise. Okay. All right, practice problem one. 
what matrix corresponds with the following transformation. So we're going to go where the i vector lands and then where the j vector lands. So i is green. That looks like 1, 1 half. And then our second column is 1 half 1. So this one. Nice. Okay. Okay. So we go, we're just going to grow both to two times. So the first one's going to land on 2, 0, and our second one's going to land on 0, 2. So it's that one. Nice. What matrix corresponds to the following transformation? Turn on 1, 1, and we shrink it down to it appears to be half a half. So similar to the last one, but in a half. Okay. Problem four, what matrix corresponds with this transformation? We're ending up, oh, okay, we flip the vectors. So we're gonna get, um, the first one is gonna go to zero, one. The second one is gonna go to one, zero. Cool. All right, fifth problem. Okay, so the first one goes to negative two, negative one, which is this one, and then the zero, negative one. All right. Green goes to, okay, so full 180 rotation. So we're gonna go negative one, zero, zero, negative one. All right. Well, that's all of that. It's definitely less than an hour, but that's okay. Um, I hope me walking through that was helpful. It's three blue, one brown, and Khan Academy, so I'm sure it was great. Oh, um, actually, let me share screen again and look at a summary of this. Okay, so we learned that a matrix transformation of vectors can be written as two column vectors combined where the first column is where the uh, I vector so I think that the good that's a good summary. So an analogy. Hmm. An analogy for matrices. Well, we already had the analogy to the number line. Um,
I think that's a pretty good summary and analogy, but if someone else has a better one, please uh, let me know. I'm going to stop the sharing now and stop the recording. If this was helpful, let me know. If this wasn't helpful, also let me know so I can change what I'm doing in the future. See you later.